I love the way the First Gen Lounge makes me feel. Because it creates a space where I belong. We're able to create community. The fact that it's a community. It's a safe place. It also gives me a place to understand different perspectives. The stories of these individuals prescribe transformational perspective. I receive encouragement, enlightenment, empowerment. And also serve as a catalyst to just keep going. Where we're able to be our true selves. I'm allowed to be an unapologetic first gen. And above all else, tell our story. And every episode is unique. I love it. I'm your host, Dr. Eve, and I'd like to welcome you to the First Gen Lounge. Hello, dear. Welcome back. Welcome back. And if you are new here, I'm so glad to have you too, boo. What's up? So listen, I have been tripping off of myself. When I say tripping, like tripping, tripping, like how did you even do that? (laughs) Let me tell you why. We, in the First Gen Lounge, we talk about all things life and entrepreneurship, right? And I noticed we have not talked about why you should start your business. Like, where they do that at? How I do that? Look, I don't even know. But that's neither here nor there because we're here right now and we are going to talk about why you should start your business. Even if we're a little bit late. (laughs) It's all good. Better late than never, right? But seriously though, so many things come to mind when I think about why to start your business. And maybe because I don't like telling people what to do, that I'm not going to tell you why to start your business. But like, I'm not even going to do that today, really. Just going to give you some thoughts if you're thinking about starting your business. Um, some reasons why starting a business would be a good idea. Let's just go with that. <laughs> but if I knew then what I know now, I would have started a business a long time ago. And to be for real with you, I did not realize until a couple of years into entrepreneurship that what I was looking for in the higher education space, I was not going to find, but that it was going to take being an entrepreneur to really discover that oomph, that thing that I wanted, I desired, that I needed, that it would come from being an entrepreneur space. I used to be scared of business. Like I heard about the business majors, but you know, thought about brick and mortar and thought about business as one way. And like, I don't have any business ideas. I'm not good at selling. I don't want to sell anything that makes me so uncomfortable. And even when I thought about nonprofits, right? Cause I was like, well, I can do a nonprofit because they don't have to sell anything. Well, I know, right? How naive of me, but you don't know what you don't know. So even when I thought at one point, you know, to move in the direction of doing a nonprofit, it was because I didn't have to sell anything. I could do stuff and offer things for free, which would be easier. But yeah, even nonprofits require money and lots of money. And you still got to ask for money with your nonprofits too, right? And the biggest difference, I mean, several differences between nonprofits and for-profits, but really I was just trying to find an easy way out. <laughs> I'm just going to go, go there with you. And there's different red tapes, you know, for-profit or nonprofit, but to say the least, Just because you have a for-profit business does not mean that you can't and won't do good in the world. Let me say that as well. So I was also very limited in my thoughts about just anything moving forward. So much to say that. Just thinking about what business has meant to me and how it's transformed my life. It just does seem fitting to share again with you why you should start your business. So if you're thinking about it, if you kind of play around with the idea if you're on the cusp or you're just about to start or, you know, wherever you may be, 
I'm hoping that this offers you again, just some perspective on entrepreneurship and starting a business because it can be scary. And I tell people all the time that I am an accidental entrepreneur, <laughs> as in, like I said before, I didn't see nonprofit as business, but it's definitely entrepreneurship. But for me, when I left my last job, for me, it was about taking time off to gather myself and in doing so, one thing led to another, as in being a motivational speaker that turned into, a, oh, let's legitimatize this and so forth and so forth, which, you know, we'll talk about that journey again one of these days. But anyway, three things to keep in mind for why you should start your business. And the first and perhaps my favorite is economic empowerment. Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's this idea that you get to know what you're worth and share that worth and to own that worth when you are an entrepreneur. And it looks like many things as a consultant, as somebody who offers maybe even products that you sell certain units of, you can determine what the value of that thing is and let folks decide if they agree with you or not, pretty much. But with economic empowerment, even with all the training and development and education that I pursued when I was working for another organization, for other organizations really, it was up to that organization to decide if or not they would give me a raise, if or not they even had the resources to give me a raise. And so the thing is, sitting and waiting for a company, an organization, however you call it, to give you what you think you deserve is a mistake. And I say that's a mistake because you could be waiting, 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 waiting and mad at the establishment for not giving you what you think you deserve or you can go get what you know you deserve. Now, business ain't easy, I will say that. And yes, it takes time to build, I'm gonna say that too. But what I will say is at least you have the capacity to change your financial landscape without asking permission of other people or without waiting for them to determine if they even will because you know politics can get really interesting but even in working for other organizations other companies at the end of the day it's about keeping expenses as low as you can to maximize the profits and sometimes it looks like salaries won't change budgets will be cut i know you know this and sometimes you're looking for a raise and may get laid off because it's not in the best interest of the company to salvage that position if they're going through a change or anything else. Something a therapist told me many years ago, and I won't forget it because it was right at the cusp of me transitioning out of my last job, is that lots of times we get so comfortable thinking that we have job security working for other organizations, but at any moment that organization can take a change or take a turn or whatever that can ultimately impact that security for you. So do you have more security working for yourself or for somebody else? And I will never get over that because while again, this journey has definitely not been the easiest, definitely come with a lot of challenges and a lot of what in the hell were you thinking? It's true that you probably won't fire yourself. <laughs> you know, it's true that if you have the will, the drive, the determination to make it, there can be, not saying there will always be, but there can be more potential for you to be in a position that is more fitting and better for you. So thinking about, you know, this idea of, I need more money, what do I get it from? Or I need more money, you know, let me hustle. Definitely hustle, definitely go out there and get it. Because then the other thing may be, well, why not go get another job? You can't get another job. But when I think about entrepreneurship and the reason I encourage it is because of what I know now in terms of not exchanging time for money. It's one thing to think that 
if I go and I work more, if I go work two, three or four jobs that I can make more money. And this is true. You can make more money, but you're also going to be giving more time for the money that you make. And then will you really enjoy the quality of your life if all you're doing is working, working, working? Now, don't get me wrong. I work and I work all the time. I actually work more now than I did when I was working for other organizations. But I will say that there is an autonomy that I have and a freedom that I have about how and when I work and, and what work looks like that I actually enjoy so much more to where for me, a lot of times it does not feel like work. It truly doesn't feel like work because I enjoy the challenge. I enjoy the learning, but I've also learned how to be a better leader and to delegate things to move from the business and the agenda that I have forward. But even with the whole idea of taking on more jobs to make more money, the more money you make, the more taxes that they gonna take. <laughs> and so you're like, well, what about a business though? You know, if you make a lot of money in a business, eh, I'm not gonna get into all the details of that, but I will say there are some differences and there are some benefits to having a business that are not necessarily known to those of us who just work um, in organizations. And when you think about revenue and the cost to run a business and all the other little things in between, there are definitely some differences. I'm going to say that. And so with that in mind, when getting how you live, when you think about economic empowerment, being able to have more financial resources, I will say this. I don't talk much and openly about my money because I think that's my business. Right. <laughs> but I think that I have now a few times made in a week what it used to take me three to four months to make. And doing that changed my perspective on what I was worth and what value I held, right? And you say three to four months, like I'm talking about in my highest paying job. And it shocked me because I did not think it was possible because I only saw working for organizations and hoping that I could switch a job or move a job or do something different to make more money. But what I understand about wealth and building wealth now is so different because of business. So if you're thinking about how you can make more money, what you can do starting a business is something that can definitely help. Thinking about the skills you have or things you're interested in, what can you offer the world that people would be willing to invest in to help you bring in that side income. And I say side income, maybe it's a full income because there's a thing too. When you think about business and entrepreneurship, I think far too often, People think that it has to be a full on as all I'm doing thing. I have to be a full time entrepreneur and uh -uh. be a side hustler if that works, because maybe it's your goal to bring in an extra 10 to $20,000. Can you do that every year? You know, with doing a couple of consulting projects on the side. Yes, more work, right? It seems like more work, more hours. However, if you are charging what you're worth, does it make sense? Does it add up? So is it really more work, right? If you're going to get the value out of it at the end of the day, as well as your potential client. Think about really what it looks like to maybe even sell, sell products. Can you take some money that you have in savings and invest in having the right team who can really run the business without you having to run it? Can you automate it? So I just don't want you to think that it's impossible to start a business or have a business while working a full-time job and that you need to leave your full-time job to reap the rewards, to be economically empowered. Definitely gonna say that. So can just consider it. Just really keep that at the forefront of your mind, especially if there's some fear around, you know, what if the business fails? Well, can't the business you're working for fail? Hmm. And <laughs> so it's just some ideas or some thoughts to carry with you. So economic empowerment is, like I said, first 
and foremost, my favorite. Go get the bag, boo. That's what I'm really trying to say. Go get the bag. Know what you deserve and don't wait for somebody to give you what you know you need because it's your responsibility to take care of yourself. I'm gonna say that too. Now, the other thing about starting a business that I love, love, love is the unlimited creative freedom. One thing about starting something that is your own, your project, your business is that it's your baby. And by being your baby from the brand colors to the mission, to the values, to the publications, to the partnerships, all of it, you get to decide how you show up in the world and how you draw from your experiences, your skills, the things that you've invested in over the course of your life to just get to where you are and how you utilize those things. And in working for others, you know, any job, right? Even those who come into my business and do things for me, right? There's a specific task or thing that should be done. That's the focus. But when you're working for yourself and you create your own, you really get to shape what that looks like. So if you're someone who desires a space to really explore and to really tap into things that you wonder about or want to see how it goes, working for yourself or at least you know, having a side hustle, doing something in your own business. Can I notice I'm pushing side hustle right now because I know full time may be a lot for some folks. But anyway, <laughs> getting to the idea of having creative freedom, um, you really can get to explore different ways to do things, right? So for me, empowerment looks like speaking. That's first and foremost. But then empowerment also looks for me like having a journal or notebook or book or an event where there's a round table or there's conversation. So what does empowerment look like for me? It looks like many things, but being able to explore that is something that I truly have come to enjoy. So for you who know that you're creative or know that again, you have these skills and you wanna see how you can serve the world and what ways you can go about using those skills to do so, entrepreneurship can definitely give you an outlet to do so. Um, as well as thinking about for me in particular, I am using all of my degrees. <laughs> so, and I laugh at that because I remember when I was working for organizations, I used to struggle with this idea of feeling like I was boxed in all the time. Like I just couldn't do anything other than what this specific thing was. And that just felt suffocating. Now, I will say though, you know, in entrepreneurship, yes, it's still extremely important to niche down with the audience and to get clear about your services and your products. But there's still a level of creative freedom that is not like anything else you've experienced. And I think, you know, just being for real, for real, as someone who likes to be free, because freedom is my number one value. I really, really value freedom. You know, I used to think about presenting ideas in workspaces and because it wasn't a good fit or it wasn't something that was priority, sometimes those ideas would be kind of like pushed to the side. It's understandable. This ain't my show. So I couldn't find another way to infuse or to try out those things, right? That maybe I was thinking about, I wanted to explore. However, in entrepreneurship, I have that ability and that's something that's 
really important to me um, and very exciting for me. So the other thing is you got to know what's important to you and what's exciting for you to know how and what to be able to explore, right? Especially if you're thinking about starting a business. So if there's something that you're not getting from your workspace that maybe you can get by starting your own that will also give you a good balance of working nine to five or seven to seven or whatever you work, <laughs> you know, to be able to have your security, but as well as to have an outlet to really do something different and to find fun and again, freedom and balance in between the two worlds of handling your business, but also being in a space where this is your project. This is your, the idea in your head that just comes to life and you're just so proud about. So think about what that looks like as well. But again, unlimited creative freedom. I'm always thinking about stuff, always trying stuff, always putting stuff out there and saying that it's not gonna work and doing something different. And because it's my own, I have the ability to do that. And that's something that's very exciting. So I'm gonna leave it there. <laughs> Cause I was about to say, you know, and that's my business now, but you know, hey, it's your business too. I'm sounding like Tab of the Brown, aren't I? It's cool, what's up Tab? If you listen to this Tab, what's up girl? Now, the third thing for you to consider when you think about why you should start your business, and this has definitely been the biggest one for me, and it's leaving your legacy. There is something crazy, insane, like just wowing about creating something that's never been created and doing things that have never been done in a way that only I can do it, right? But also knowing that in all of it, to touch lives across the world has been extremely mind-blowing and so satisfying to know that your existence matters. Now, you may be like, well, what do you mean? Yeah, existence matter, I matter anyway. You do matter, don't get me wrong in that. You matter in all the work you do, you know, working for other organizations or doing your own thing, you matter. But there's something about going back to that creative freedom and having these products and services that help other people that's from your lived experiences, like from what you've gone through as a student, what you've gone through as a professional, what you've gone through just in life period to bring all those things together and deliver something. And you're like, well, what have you gone through? Because not even that it's always dramatic or traumatic, right? But the idea that you've got to where you are based on your life and you bring these to your products and your services through design, through consulting, through speaking, through podcasting, whatever that looks like. And to know that you make a difference and to know, especially when you have products, right? Books, journals, calendars, candles, whatever you create, whatever you craft, whatever you give to the world, that these are tangible things, but also things that can live past you. When I published my first book, 1865, it just hit me one day like, holy crap. <laughs> when you do the copyrights and the copyrights say that, you know, it's still good 70 years after you passing, right? So that's almost a decade after you've passed that these rights are still fully yours, right? Then to your family, whatever else. But the idea that something you can create can and will live past you blew my mind. And that reshaped what I thought about legacy and what I thought about how to show up in the world. Uh, when I thought about a podcast, when I thought about speaking engagements, and then when I think about crafting things, period, right? This will live past me. And I pray for a very long life. I want a very long life. But even thinking about the long life ahead, all the things that can be created and all the lives that can be touched because you lived, because you challenged yourself, because you believed in something, 
there's something incredibly special about that but also how you shape your family right in future generations to come um, looking at how you may build wealth if you move into full-time you know being an entrepreneur and having a business being able to employ family being able to have something for your children should you have children there is something uniquely different like i can't give my job in a nine to five at another organization to my child i can't pass you know this wealth from this position on to a niece or nephew or to a mentee even right but when you have your own depending on how things go because it depends on what you build too right but is it something that can be the family business is it something that can be that we're in this together and if something should happen to me, you still have security. There's still something that comes to you. So for me, example, having several publications now, those royalties, as long as the book is selling, will always come to the business. And my business assumptions happen to me is left to my husband. And granted that we have children or whatever else, like the wealth that I build can be passed on in a way that can't be for other organizations. Now, don't get me wrong. There are things that other organizations do offer in terms of benefits and all insurance you know policies and 401ks RAs, all other stuff but i'm talking on a deeper different level and that's having something that you built that's more than just this was a job but really even lifestyle and while i talk about living legacy living legacy <laughs> leaving your legacy and i think about you know being present as well a lot of times being in an entrepreneurial space and having that side hustle or becoming a full-time entrepreneur, you get to choose what your lifestyle looks like. And something that I've heard across many studies that have been done, nobody gets to the end of their life and wish they would have worked more. Nobody gets to the end of their life and wish that they would have spent more time at their job. And so even in thinking about your legacy and spending time with their loved ones, will entrepreneurship enable you to be able to be more present for the people that you love? For me, thinking about being able to, you know, outside of a pandemic, <laughs> spend time with family or to say I can take off from work to be present for events and big major life happenings is different than having to ask an employer for permission to leave. And for me, I talked about freedom. Freedom is, again, the number one value for me. So we think about what's important to you and what legacy looks like for you. Are you doing the work and do you have the availability to do the work beyond working to make money, but being present in people's lives? Will entrepreneurship give you that as you're building and leaving your legacy? Do you have the availability to go do speaking engagement that can touch the lives of students in Africa or entrepreneurs in India? So, so many things to think about. But for what it's worth, those are my three things. And we can talk about this all day. We really can, but we're not going to do that because we ain't got time for that today. <laughs> but not, I, you know, I'm not trying to keep you long, but I really just wanted to sit, tap in and give you three things, three gifts from me to you about entrepreneurship that I know this is the right time to share it, right? So the reason we hadn't talked about it before is because all things in due time. So here's a time. So if you're wondering if it's for you, you won't know until you give it a try. You won't know your potential until you put yourself out there. So don't forfeit yourself. You can say, I don't know what I'm doing. And that's true. But did you know what you were doing when you decided to pursue an undergraduate degree? You did not, but you did it anyway. And look at you now. So I say that to say you have everything that you need within you to make-ish happen. So get out of your own way. You can say that you don't have time, but we both know 
whenever something is important to you, you find the time for it. So make the excuses if you want to, but know that it's just on you to do these things. But you got the juice, baby, you are the juice actually. Let me just go ahead and go there with you. But entrepreneurship is definitely one thing that we as first gen grads really should consider more and just think about more. And I know not every person who is a first gen college grad has parents that aren't entrepreneurs, but especially for those of us, um, my mom has had a business and I didn't understand even back then what that really meant on um, what she was teaching me through her work, right? But if you want something, you gotta go get it. And that's what that really taught me. But all these years later, you know, waiting for other people to give me permission to own my life, to live the life that I want, that I desire, I had to remove myself from some of those limiting beliefs of my own, right? And step into what I believe has become my greatness and step into my light and all of that. So for you, just wanting to encourage you to be empowered in that as well. And entrepreneurship is, it is what it is. It's an experience. But the other thing I'll say that I didn't say earlier is that a lot of people think that entrepreneurship has to be for life. It doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be that, again, your business failed or just didn't work out. So that's why you shouldn't do it. You got to get past that. But if you only want to do something for five or 10 years, do it for five or 10 years and be done with it. It's not permanent. Nothing's permanent. You get to choose your life and your lifestyle. So I hope that this does give you some insight and some ideas about starting your own business or just a little kick, a little boost to go forward if you've been thinking about it at all. Time is limited. Life is short. And if there's something that you want, you got to go get it. And so just go get it. Go make it happen. Or at the very least, go try. Just go try. So eliminate the wonder and step into your light just know that challenges are things that make you because it's definitely challenging but worth it definitely for people who want to do what they want to do too i'm gonna say that too so in the meantime in the meantime as we're wrapping up please make sure you go check out the evangeline worldwide shop and see what we've got there you know 27 moments of reflection for students and grads is out notebooks are out and you know, we've also got um, Trailblazer University. Make sure that you go check that out as well. Become a part of the community where we really have these talks like for real, for real, for real. In the meantime, just want you to be totally encouraged in all that you do and inspired, empowered, and uplifted. That's what we're here for. And know that life is a beautiful experience. Take advantage of all the opportunities. And if there's not an opportunity that you see, create it. I mean, enjoy it all because this is your life. And in the meantime, once again, know that I love you and I'm out. Peace.